sky hard. Come on, come on. He's no machine. I can hear no bell. Get up, you son of a bitch. Making love. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We're back. We're back. <laughs> hi, Stephen. Hi, Chris. Hi, hi Glenn. How are you? Good. Very good. Very good. Yeah, glad to be back. Yeah, it's, we keep taking these long summer breaks. It's. I think that's it now. I think, I think, I think we're back now for uh, season two. Didn't we say that last one? No, that was just a Euro thing. That was just a Euro thing. Cool. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Chris, looking forward to it? Yep. <laughs> too, too long without football. <laughs> Wordy as always. <laughs> How long has it been now? A week? It's not even a week. Four days, Sunday, not, yeah. not even a week. Four days since we get withdrawals. No, thankfully the preseason have kicked in. Have you in watched some of the preseasons? I've seen some of the goals. There's a lot to watch when you're like a Liverpool fan and you're banging in five goals <laughs> against uh, Tranmere. Was it? No, so we, only got, we only got one against Tranmere. <laughs> you only got one against Tranmere. <laughs> you can only beat what's put in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing musicians then? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's better than Celtic did. <laughs> one of their players, opposition players, is just out of prison. As uh, Sky reported. Careful, they're suing Sky. They might sue you as well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, good to be back. Um, still kind of getting our feet back for uh, season two, as we say. But um, I suppose jump straight into it uh, with uh, a bit of a review of your 2016 and did you enjoy the final? Um, it's a whole kind of the whole knockout stages, apart from the kind of the shocks. It wasn't amazing. I think it's it's, it's something that's happened for the last maybe two tournaments where there's always lots of stories, but the football itself hasn't been that exciting. Like it's the second final in a row. It's been in all at a full time, a winner in in the second half of extra time. It's not. I don't know, they're, they're tense and they're occasions, but it, it hasn't been the best, I'd say, the last four years. Like, the last one, maybe South Africa was probably the last very good tournament. Yeah, the, the final definitely wasn't great. Portugal played well in the second half extra time. I think they did deserve to get the goal. I think France had a lot of the possession, but didn't do a lot with it. Uh, I think my take from the tournament was that Portugal beat the system. Like I know, I, I know, I did. I did predict third in the group. I predicted that they would be a, a disappointment, <laughs> and they had no wins after the group stages. They were the only team to qualify. No wins until the semi final. No, yeah, no wins in ninety minutes until <laughs> they, they beat um, Italy. Right. Oh, well, well, sorry, yeah. yeah. But um, like I said, they beat the system. They did what they had to do, and they won the tournament. I think. I think had there been two qualifiers in the group, they would have won again. I, I think. Knowing that there was three out of the group, that last game, they, were, they, were, they weren't under as much pressure. Being the last, well, the second, last day, I think it was the second last round of games, they knew that the point was going to be enough. The way that, the, that it fell with Albania winning Group A and Northern, Northern Ireland winning the one game Group B. I think they knew the draw would have been enough. I think if had they had to get against Hungary, they probably would have. But especially, I think, but, especially in the Iceland game, like, it wasn't like they weren't trying to win the game. They just, oh, no, of course. No, and, and that was, I think we saw how, how good and how resolute Iceland were. And it's just, opening game, because they knew the trick qualified, there's not that pressure to you have to win your first game. A draw for a lot of the teams was a very good result because it gets them in the tournament. means any other, any good result then in the second game means the pressure's off them. Whereas when there's only two to qualify, 
if you lose the first game, you, you really are under pressure, and that second game is huge. So, like you said, they played the system. They, they said one, win one game in normal time. Um, I think Portugal were kind of the fitting winners for the tournament that it was. Yeah, I think a defensive side that were, in fairness to them, like I haven't noticed that in Portugal sides in the past. Like they were very difficult to break down. I think the manager kind of stamped his influence on it. And Pepe, like he gets a lot of stick, but he had an incredible tournament. He's very good. He really did. Kind of stepped up when Ronaldo went off as well in the final. Mm. That moth attack, you know. <laughs> 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 Uh, Those Pokemon like, get everywhere. <laughs> that was actually the official launch of Pokemon Go. Sponsored by Ronaldo. But um, I suppose it wasn't a great final, like the actual final game of the tournament. Mm. But Portugal, France couldn't put away the chances. Portugal deserved it. Nice finish from there as well. Yeah, I think. The forgotten man. Every time I look back at it, Loris, I think, doesn't do his best. I know it's. It's 25 yards, but he doesn't... Like, I think he should be saving that. Like, It wasn't right in the corner. It wasn't the pile driver. I think maybe he was caught off guard 110 minutes into a game. think it's only a dare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't underestimate me kind of thing. <laughs> but um, I think Loris is at fault. Obviously, defenders maybe should have put the block in, but it wasn't the best defending in the world. No. Someone said that... Or I saw someone online say that Koscielny had just gotten a yellow card just before when it shouldn't have been a yellow card. Hmm. He got, he got. I think it was handball, but it, it wasn't. was by a dare. But it was by yeah. a dare, yeah. But <laughs> another he, he, fine moment for Clattenburg. Exactly, exactly. The 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 tongue waggling lizard that he is. <laughs> but, uh, but he got he got he got a yellow card for that, and some people were saying that he kind of held back from kind of closing down a dare because of that, because of that yellow card yeah. he just received no, didn't want to get the second yellow. So I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, it's a very fair point. Like I said, you, you two yellow cards the next time, fancy down ten men, and then he costs them the final if anything happens, if they don't win the game. Um, I thought you look back, like, with all the defenders France were missing, eventually it cost them. Like, they had, was it three centre, centre-backs? Sacco was one Sacco, of them. Sacco, obviously. Who obviously could, is now eligible to, and should have been Varane. eligible for the game. Varane was out. They lost. Who was else? Rami oh, he, was ba- he was back yeah, and They dropped him for him, did he? Yeah, so you're talking about... It's a fun name to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but their centre half, or starting centre half, are missing for the whole tournament. And I know they got to the final, but... Well, defence is always going to be the weak one. Really, like their yeah. full-backs were Sanya and Everett. Yeah. Oh, and so. yeah, they've gotten that far with those two alone. It, it's impressive, but... Um, I think France showed throughout the tournament that they did struggle to break teams down. Like they scored a late winner in their opening game. I think that's Deschamps. The I think they also yeah <laughs> they scored what two in stoppage time wasn't yeah. it in that one again Even, Slovenia. Um, and like the go- especially the one in the opener like it was a moment of class as opposed to France actually yeah. breaking the team down but playing well. But These you, were like strikes from the edge of the area, world class strikes. I think that's they- Deschamps and the way he set the team up and stuff because like well like in the final for example Pogba hugged that semicircle. And he, he he's not at his best there. He's at his best when he's kind of up and down that pitch. I just think like if if they shot was play playing, Kante. yeah, if he was playing negative, he would have played yeah. Kante from the start. So I I don't know if the occasion got to Pogba or if he was instructed to sit back. I just I'm there was a lot of pressure on France in that in that match and Portugal were probably the toughest team to break down in the tournament and for a side that. Struggle. I know they conceded three in the group stage. Yeah. Definitely in the knockout stages, did they? No, they conceded. This, like, 
Didn't concede a goal. Croats, no. Welsh, no. Poland, they conceded one against Poland. One in Poland, Poland in the first minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. That's yeah. it. So, and, and I think that's the problem with that. I think... I don't, I don't quite know exactly why, but it seems though defensive football has come back in again and it's now easier to win. It was a while there where attacking football was it with Tiki Taka. It was almost... It was in that kind of... Attacking football was in for a couple of years. Germany did it well in, in the last World Cup, and now it seems though people again have found out how to stop that. And you constantly have to evolve, sort of. You always have to. People will see what's working, then someone will counter that. So people kind of oh, yeah, copped uh, on uh, to of this attack at football. And the thing is, the for all the like the actual formations have been attacking. There's lots of four three threes out there, and lots of five three like twos. The three, the three, the four three threes can be four five ones though. Very, but they aren't. If you look at the way French set up, they were in 4 5 1. What about um, Italy and Wales? Were there was a 3 5 2 nearly, yeah. And but the Welsh weren't were defensive, the Welsh attacked the Italians, countered very quickly. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't set up to be a defensive tournament, but halfway through, you can realize well, the teams who are going for are, are, are getting caught on the break and they're getting caught losing 1 1 0 or 2 1. And so, in the final, I think France were, were aware of that that Portugal are going to be difficult to beat and that. Uh, they're going to have to kind of grind it out and as we saw for the tournament they had trouble like even against Ireland in, in, in the second round it took them almost 70 minutes to break down Ireland and they weren't very good in that first half so like I said I think there was no star team the way Spain have been in the past or Germany were last time it was just whoever was able to grind out the wins and strangely that was Portugal Do you think that's a, that's because of the new format because of the increased number of teams or is that just how this tournament fell, so to speak. It's difficult to say. Um, they've, they've come out and said that the format's going to stay until 2024 at least. Well, yeah. I think once you've introduced it, you have to give it a number of tournaments. I don't think one tournament is fair because it takes time to get used to it. Like Teams now know, right, you can get out of your group with three draws. Does that make it more negative next time? Or does it make it more positive that teams like Wales can win their group? Teams like... Was Hungary one group F? Mm-hmm. Hungary can win their group. So the teams go, look, we can win these groups and get nice draws the way Wales did against Northern Ireland. I think it's... You know, it, what it comes down to the end of the day, it's about the money. And that, that's why UEFA have done it. Oh, well... 100%. Well, it's, it's and money, I don't think they're going to revert the back. Influence. I, think I don't it, think they're going to revert back because of the money they're going to get from it. No, it's unlikely. Unless there's a major backlash where the next two terms are incredibly poor to watch. And people are, are not the next interested. one could be strange because it's, it's all over split. Europe. Yeah. You're not going to have the kind of the fans. I, I know some of the fans didn't showcase their good side, the <laughs> yeah. but some I, did as well. And that's the thing that that's going to be very different because how is going to play out when you have to cross Europe every time? Like I know there was tr- trouble with Poland, Ukraine alone back in, in well Brexit. In like we're going to be allowed in. <laughs> well, there's that. Well, because the finals there. The final, yeah, the final, and and, and the semi. Semi set. So I think I think they. Naturally, there'll be some kind of visa thing set up. Though. I think in was it the two thousand eight Champions League final? There was special visa set up for for, for Moscow, Chelsea, yeah, for Chelsea, my United fans to go over. So I think that kind of thing is not going to be a problem. But it's more if you're playing England, or if you're playing in, yeah, say England, then Italy, then Russia, for instance, in three games, it's going to be incredibly difficult to even organize it all. So you're flying from if you wanted to go to all three, you kind of fly into London yeah, and you fly you, to kind of Moscow. But you've got the extra fixture in the same window, as in there would have been a pretty much a month set aside for Euro twenty twelve with six games. So you now have extra travel and an extra game in there, which means 
our players are going to be even more tired getting to the quarters and semis. So you're not going to have the star players fit and healthy and, and performing at their best. You're going to have them tired. Therefore, are defensive teams... Has, are you going to class the home team because they got the final? No, I think that, well, first of all, they won't be in the semis and final, so it won't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> but big Sam leading my Big degree. Sam in charge. <laughs> That's, to be honest, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense that they need somebody who's going to kick them in the ass. Should get on Andy Carroll to top score at that tournament now. He's guaranteed <laughs> to start. <laughs> Kevin Nolan probably there. there. <laughs> JJ Akacha playing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, so was, we did some predictions before this tournament. They um, went better than last time, I think. They went better than the Premier League predictions. They really and did. I'm quite happy with how they turned out. <laughs> Chris, so I don't know about you, but uh, sure, we'll, 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 throw, we'll roll down them and see how, how we get on. So. The big one to start off. Who will win Euro 2016? Um, the majority went for France and we were so close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> ten minutes away. Ten, uh, ten minutes to go into penalties. Yeah. yeah. Ten minutes away. Portugal were the only one out of those two sides that had won a shootout at the tournament though. I think France would have won the shootout. <laughs> no, 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 I think France, honestly, with the home crowd, I think they would have. Had they gone to penalties, I think France would have won it. But obviously it, it's a completely moot point. Chris, you got semi-finals with Germany. Yeah. Not bad. No, um, a little bit underwhelming the way they played. They had plenty of the ball. I think this is a typical example of a, a good side with lots of good players that were unable to create enough chances and got punished on the counter. They, the one thing they were missing was a genuine striker. Mm-hmm. Muller had a very weird tournament. Who I thought I thought Germany do well, he would do well because he would be the yeah. focal point. Germany did quite well they got to the semis but they never really scored goals like they scored I think they had they got a couple of like late goals when teams were coming on to them but they really struggled to break teams down Mm -hmm. definitely Um, semi-finalists we all got two each it looks like for this different teams now so Stephen you actually predicted Portugal will make yeah I kind of went for I suppose slightly outsiders with the Croatia, hipster, the hipster. With Croatia and Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> the hipster one, yeah. I went for Croatia and Portugal. Did you not realise they were playing each other? Um, that wasn't necessarily going <laughs> to... Yeah. To be honest, though, when this worked, worked out, I actually did a, a full prediction through. So they were these four teams were ones who had... Had they had they ended up where I thought they would have, they would have avoided. Nah, because we all, we all thought Portugal were going to top the group. Yeah, exactly. So at, at that stage, I think France... Spain, Croatia and Portugal were my four. Um, obviously, Croatia and Portugal couldn't have gotten through. Spain were very underwhelming, apart from that one game against Turkey. I think we saw Turkey weren't weren't very good at all. France and Portugal got the finalists, so pretty happy. Yeah, not bad going. When we kind of look at it, though, so for my one and for Chris's one, all four teams were on the same side of the draw. So we, we could never have... Come yeah, close no, 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 but I think uh, I think you guys did the same thing. Didn't you? You, you did a prediction. I didn't, I didn't predict that. <laughs> <I didn't, yeah. laughs> okay, I didn't go over this, 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 and this. I suppose the two things from that list is that we both had France. Okay, we all had France, and we all had Spain. So kind of one of them was one of them bore bore fruit. One of them obviously didn't. And then it's it's whoever else three Germanys, two Portugals, and then a random England, France, and Croatia. Sorry, right, England, Italy, and Croatia. Italy were close. Italy were a lot better than people expected them to be, but they, they, this goes back to, into uh, them not being tough to break down. Sorry, I said in, in the last one, I said that they have probably the best defense of the tournament, and I said they'd go far with that. 
I'll just that's on record. <laughs> just just an FYI. They didn't make the semi. They didn't know. They were close. So they find far. Well they got to the quarters and people <laughs> thought they would struggle to even get there. So they did one round better than Ireland. Yes. They did. They did better than Ireland, unfortunately. Failed to make the knockout stages. I didn't do well here. I'm the only one who didn't do well here. I said Poland. And they comfortably made the knockout stages. They only joint top. Joint top. Only only lost. They only got kicked out knocked out of the tournament on penalties. Yeah, in fairness, they, they were impressive. Um I, I, the, the way you kind of went with Muller do well, Jeremy do well, I yeah. thought if Lewandowski doesn't do well, Poland will do well. And he didn't do great. He got one goal. Mm. Yeah, he didn't. I but they kind of... Milik played Milik well for kind them. Of stepped kind of up a little off bit. the back of that one goal he did get, I think Poland will be disappointed they didn't kick on against oh, Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. Because they did kind of sit back and let Portugal take control well, of that and, game. And the side of the draw they were on, they could easily have gotten kind of... Oh, that was the that was the quarterfinal stage. That would have been semi final against Wales, and that could have been a toss of a coin. Mm. Yeah, no, I think he, he it basically Bale versus Lewandowski, and whoever whoever performed on the day probably would have, would have won won their team a place in the final. Yeah, um, yeah, myself and, and Gary had the Czechs. Who? The Czech Republic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris had Sweden. So yeah, two. I think probably Sweden were, were a bigger disappointment. I think Czechs had no real. Like, I was Ibrahim, Ibrahimovic. Didn't score. Didn't particularly do a lot for Sweden. And the fact that, that that was his last game as an international footballer. Yeah. He has officially retired, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Um, Sweden were very poor. I think, yeah, I think Sweden is, is probably the best We should have beat them. I think Ireland kind of sat back defensively. The yeah. first game was very much... Uh, Don't lose. We got the, oh no, we got the goal and I think we were, were we all together. No, we were, we were together in a group of work. It was very much... Uh, there were kind of upset the fact that Ireland had sat back and didn't go on because we'd been so good for the first hour yeah. uh, and like I said we let Sweden attack us and we let Ibrahim have an influence with that goal and it was I think if we hadn't scored when we did the, the pattern would have kept going like we would have kept attacking yeah, and like, exactly. if we had scored a late goal like we did against Italy then we probably would have won that game but yeah. we're, we're still not comfortable I think with a lead we're getting there yeah oh there was huge yeah. improvement and like in, in, for Ireland and we'll get on to that in a bit talking about kind of the home nations and stuff yeah. but like for Ireland I thought that was a fantastic tournament for us Wales yeah. did better it was a better tournament for Wales but Northern Ireland and Ireland had great tournaments I think we all would have taken second round like when the tournament started if it was offered to us I, I think we did <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little lead off it was, it was unfortunately our top score at home we're not going to it <laughs> um, yeah top goal scorer Someone got this right. Um, Griezmann won. Top goal scorer. Goal, golden boot. Six goals. Four for Ronaldo. So two ahead. Some some tournaments three can win it. I thought um, Ronaldo got three. Paya was four, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Ronaldo and Net and Nani were both on three yeah. because oh, okay. uh, Ronaldo handed over his boot to Nani. Oh, yeah, no one got four. Yeah, because Ronaldo got yeah, three yeah, boot, yeah. but he gave it to Nani. Um, Speaking of Ronaldo, yeah. So I had second okay. best goal scorer, so... But Griezmann, point for me. Yes, you, you, you get the point. He really came into his own after the group stage. Yeah, he was... Unfortunately, that was in the in the very next game. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, star of the tournament. Again, well, I went for... We didn't mention Chris's prediction yet. Oh, well, we sorry, can, sorry, can, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have to whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind, rewind, fit, rewind, fit that rewind. in with my star of the tournament and top goal well, star. So... so, so Chris has gone for the star of the tournament and top goal scorer tournament. As the same, down, as the same he do, he went all in on this. <laughs> Chris, who did you go for? I went for a losing semi finalist, uh, Thomas Muller. 
And uh, how, how did he do as, in terms of stars? Was he close to stars? I think he's decided to save all his goals for World Cups. He doesn't he seem cl- to. Was he close to start the tournament? He was close to scoring a goal. <laughs> so, <laughs> when he goes to, in your top goal scorer quest, where I got six and Stephen got three, how many did you get? So the gold uh, boot, the silver boot, and did he get the bronze boot? Then would he get the bronze? Let me see. He he played against. I think he played all six uh, games. So, so yeah, he had the match against Italy. He had games. the match against Poland. And Wales and total didn't score in the first zero goals. Oh, yeah. no, 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 okay, no, okay. We'll, we'll so yeah. He's not started the tournament though. So he's not started the well, tournament. I think that is there an official started tournament or is that just in our eyes? Who we tournament. There's an official started tournament and player of the tournament or star of the tournament. So Potato the wording Potato. now is is very important here. I'm gonna go with the same trophy. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's Glenn again. I kind of knew the top scorer was gonna get it. So well, maybe not. If if, if unless he's Leo Messi, in which case, yeah, well, then he'll get it anyway. <laughs> um, and then looking at kind of the breakout star of the tournament, you could almost call it this is the the was the young player of the tournament. Yeah, pretty much. And Ronaldo Sanchez won it. Yeah, well, I'll I'll, so, I'll definitely own that one. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. He Chris was close. To be fair, with not really. Closer than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, Sané it, it, only got a run out when they were I, losing in the semi-final. That's the problem. Is that Sané, as in these breakout stars, had to get game time. I think I, I, I Sanchez, Sanchez scored a winner for I, them. But fair enough, I thought Sanchez would get game time because Portugal weren't going to be that good. Whereas Sané, I, I thought, didn't get on because Germany weren't were, were playing pretty well. We, we couldn't let Gary go with this Kingsley Coman because like he didn't <laughs> didn't start yeah. that many. Uh, I I know, and he had won three league titles yeah. before the tournament. <laughs> Four. <laughs> yeah, I kind of went for an England player, so I was just yeah, that yeah, was, that's was stupid. <laughs> I, I, was, I couldn't decide him or Milic. Milic and Milic. 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 Yeah, he had a, yeah, he, had a, he, he was better than Ali. A good tournament, yeah, he did. He, he benefited did. a lot from the attention Lewandowski. One hundred percent. Two or three players were at Lewandowski. Um, here we go back to Chris for the biggest disappointment. <laughs> the biggest disappointment in terms of a team in this tournament. Portugal. Portugal. One hundred percent stand by that. <laughs> I am explain. disappointed that Cristiano Ronaldo won the European Championship. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Stephen? Um, I have to say, I think we talked earlier about how these predictions were better than than the Premier League ones. I think we forgot how Chris is predicting the win. honest. Um, you need to up your game for the Premiership again. To be, I think the one thing I would say about Chris is he definitely doubled down. He, he went all <laughs> in on, on both his big predictions. Committed, 100%. Yeah, because... We, <laughs> because, yeah, so... <laughs> biggest disappointment then. Stephen, you and I went for Belgium. Yeah, I think... Another quarter final. They weren't final. the biggest disappointment of the tournament, I'd say. The number, the number one ranked England. team in the Euros. No, I think they were a disappointment. I think the biggest disappointment were England. I think yeah. that's, hard, that's to ar- hard to argue. It yeah. very is. Again, yeah. I think... I think the fact that the manager resigns a matter of minutes after <laughs> the, the, the match is played, <laughs> was, it does... That, that was ready. That, that, having it, that's, that, that, that was my yeah, problem. Having the speech ready yeah. is... is an expectancy of failure. Yes, he knew. But that's that alone is is a terrible indictment of English football. It's the attitude. It's just yeah. an awful, awful attitude. He was like, I, I know he was at Liverpool for a short period of time, but he struck me as someone who was happy with mediocrity. Oh yeah. In all seriousness, like we 
we played a game and I think we drew nil all at West Brom and he was almost like he was happy to go away and get the point yeah. yeah or like Jurgen Klopp did something celebrating the fans as if he's won with the draw at West Brom it's, it's different when you score a late goal like you're happy that you've got something out of the game yeah, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not saying like but Roy, Roy came out in his interview afterwards and he said he was happy with the result well, that's, that's like Moyes coming out and saying we want to strive to be at City's level exactly that was when Moyes lost everything I think he had the kind of West Brom mentality. Like if there, if he was the West Brom manager, he's gone to Liverpool and got a point. Like that's a good result. But I think yeah. he seems to take that wherever he goes. Yeah. Like, the one, the one I'd say about him, it's like he almost abandoned his principles. If you look at what he set them up when he first brought them, in, he brought them in. They were going to be solid. They were going to be hard to beat, and they were in that first. Was it they? They drew their opener to Russia. On, no, sorry, in oh. his first tournament in 2012. Did they go out on oh. penalties to Italy? They lost, lost no, in the group stage. Yeah, group stage. Didn't get out Costa group. Rica, Italy, and Europe. No, sorry, Euro 2012. Oh. He came in at, at the last minute. Oh, he did. Yeah, it was Italy. Uh, yeah, so, and, and they were good in the tournament. They weren't particularly expansive, but since then, he's, I think he's kind of bowed to the pressure of the English media talking about trying to make them more expansive. And Big Sam onto that. It's, yeah, and, and that's why I think Sam is probably going to be, if they do go for Sam, the very good choice, because he's going to, he laughs the media anyway. So, I think that would be a good choice for England, but... Yeah, terrible disappointment. Um, in terms that, of the biggest disappointment of a player, Chris, we'll jump back to you again. Who, who did you go for? <laughs> <laughs> for Ronaldo. And do you stand by that? Well, obviously, he, there were players who did worse, but I, I don't think Ronaldo was at his peak in the tournament. But to be fair to Ronaldo, he was injured. He was injured before the, the Champions League final. He played less than 100% the whole tournament. And so for, for a tournament where we're saying that he wasn't great... He won the tournament, got a silver boot, <laughs> equaled Platini's record, and was injured. And so the so if, if that's a not great <laughs> tournament, I'd be happy enough with that. It just goes to show the standards he sets. I think he's a, <laughs> a shoe-in for the Ballon d'Or, isn't he? 100%. Yes, Champions, yes. Champions League, winning penalty in the Champions League, yeah. He, he was an assistant manager for Portugal as well. I loved it when he, he the, port- the <laughs> Portuguese player got injured in the second half. Uh, like he was t- taken off and Ronaldo was pushing him back on after he just got off, like, got off injured himself. Oh, he, he's going to be the manager there without, without a doubt. Um, Steven Giroud. Yeah, I think that that uh, the wrong show. I think he was, while he wasn't hugely kind of influential he was scoring, he was very effective at... And holding up the ball, getting other players involved. He had a good tournament. He had so a big chance in the final. Did he get two goals? Did he didn't was it wasn't that one he broke through? Oh, he was so slow. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he was so like, slow. Like Henri said, he could have just stopped the ball and let the defender go, <laughs> or or just square degrees. Yeah. Him, like, I don't think he ever saw. Him. I didn't I mean, look up. He was so slow. He just never had the pace. Was it Pepe chasing him or something? Or Pepe and Bruno Alves, like hardly the quickest lads in the world. So, yeah, big disappointment, Drew. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. You just saved my prediction. Um, I went for Hazard. Captain of Belgium, who were not the biggest this one, when but Bel- they disappointed. He played well, Belgium played well. That, that second round game where it was a 4-0 against Slovakia. No, Slovakia. Who did they trim? Hungry. Was it Hungary? It was Hungary, yeah. Um, what, as in, he was very good in that, but he just... It's almost like they're relying on him, which for a team who have that many good players, they shouldn't be. And he, the way Portugal rely on Ronaldo, but they it turns out they didn't even like. They, but but, but they, they rely on him, but they can still, like I said, they can still get a result without him. Whereas if Hazard doesn't play well, Bell doesn't know what to do really. Which is really an indictment on the manager. 
when he, with those amount of quality players. Yeah, uh, and I, I think he, Wilmot's will be gone. I'd say. Well, oh yeah, when your keeper is, is basically slagging you off in the media, and your keeper is undroppable, then yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like your backup is Simon Mignolet. Court was safe, I think. <laughs> the, good, the good news is that apparently he'll be our backup now as uh, the German keeper's not gone to the Olympics. The guy you won this year? Yeah, what's it? Kraus. Is he first choice? For you guys? No, for you guys. Will, will he go ahead? I hope so. Like? We need a first choice goalkeeper. I don't know a lot about him, but... Yeah, I, th- I thought you... Well, to be honest, I wasn't sure he was bought to start, but... Should be. Yeah, there you go. So he, he's not going to the, the Olympics, so that's a good sign. Good. No, decided not to go. Not that he wasn't picked. Oh, he decided yeah. not to go because because of Zika. of Zika or because of I, I think it's because shot. he was told if he's there for the start of the season, he's the first uh, mm, number one number keeper. One. Interesting. How far will Ireland get in Euro twenty sixteen? Full house. It, it, this was impressive. It really was full house. We we all believed that we could get out of that group and then fail. And then, to be honest, we didn't fail. We didn't fail. We, it's unfair to say we lost to the hosts and finalists and by one goal favourites and by one goal with ten men with ten men for the last <laughs> yeah like I think we could have been two or three up at half time yeah I think we I think we touched on it earlier about we had a good term I think if you'd said second round and we all did we we'd have all gone yes that's a good tournament and the way they played for most of the tournament like the first half against Sweden I know the Belgian game was, was poor they just first half well. against Belgium was okay like we it did was, go in at half time it was, was against yeah. the wall yeah stuff. it was good defensively and then the Italy game was superb the way they played against France was, was brave and then that's the one thing about it they were brave I'd like to see us moving forward and continue playing like that that's, I think that that's what we get out of we will beat more teams than we'll lose to if we play yeah. like that we, we came out of Euro 2012 defeated unmotivated there was just a lack of, of pride in the, in the team. No one wanted to go watch the national team. When these World Cup qualifiers roll around, when Wales come to play in the Viva, that's going to be a full house. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, and and that alone is is worth keeping on Martin O'Neill because he's instilled that mentality of well, we can go and beat teams. Mm-hmm. Whereas, against Bosnia did, against Germany did it in the qualifiers, um, and we didn't do it against Poland. But halfway through the qualifying, it looked. Worrying, like we were still on that twenty twelve mentality of well, we can we can pick up point against Georgia and Azerbaijan, but we can't beat teams. And now it looks though like we can actually go and beat teams, and and that's some players stepped up as well, some of the young players. Well, that's the thing. Like next generation is coming through. Like if you look at the three players who retired is was it Given, it was Keane, and it was was it O'Shea. The three big names in that Have they officially retired. No, but they're not going to be in, in the next in yeah. World Cup qualifiers. But they weren't even starting. They were, they barely got on the pitch. Yeah. So you're talking about our next generation. Like we're not losing players retiring the way Sweden are mm-hmm. with, with Ibrahimovic. We're losing players who are starting. Players. Yeah, they're squad players now, and the next generation has come through. Like Randolph, Hendrik, was Hendrik, Hendrik, Hendrik tournament, uh, was superb, and um, Brady has stepped up. Christie coming through. Christie coming through. Yeah, Christie. And the only, he, pro- the only he, problem he is, is that Clark Coleman's not that old. Coleman's probably the next captain like yeah. not get ahead of Coleman can he, say, can he play left back? well that's the thing if Brady moves forward can yeah, can you get one of them to switch sides? because they're both good enough to play it's whether or not you usually move the senior player over wouldn't you because more experience and yeah. get the young player like comfortable playing in the team but exactly that's what and fairness against Germany but then are you going to ask your captain and like arguably your best player to go and play out of position worst just not to the worst at left back either land with Germany though Lamb, Lamb was moved around. Move, uh, move Coleman into midfield, will we? 
and came up to right wing. <laughs> well, no, I think I think Coleman will play Murphy. I think that's the thing is, if he gets game time at Everton, maybe that that position as well. I know it's, it's unlikely. Late Baines, yeah. No, it is. It's unlikely that that O'Neill can ask. That's cool, you know. Yeah, good that Martin is. Don't worry, sir. Thank you very much for that. Um, well, but they, they might bring in someone new and then he moves somewhere else. Yeah. Exciting times, though. I, I'm looking forward to kind of the work of qualifying run around. I will probably go to a few of the games. Yeah, I think the one worry they had, and it was even before tournament, is our youngest striker is 28. And that's Shane Long. And everyone else was over 30 going to the spot. Like Daryl Murphy was old. Houlihan was old. Keane is old. As in, they're all in their 30s. We, oh, and there's no one coming through. Like, you got... Um, O'Dowd is the only player coming through. He's not a striker. Is it Alan Judge? He's not that young either. You know what I mean? 25. Yeah, but then that would be my only worry going forward. Like I said, we have Jane Long for the next two tournaments, so we have time, but there's no one behind yeah, him. I don't think it's a massive worry. Not for two years, no, but if Long is injured, if they got a bit, if, if Long's injured for a season, he gets a cruciate. Long didn't perform at this tournament. He performed, he didn't score. I think he played well in the game. I think he, as well, two tournaments is going to be a bit, a little bit. The second tournament could be difficult for him the way he plays. I think he's going to have to develop his game because he's not going to have that pace. In, no, he's in a six bit years of a late time. bloomer though. Like he wasn't starting many games at twenty two twenty. The second tournament. Yeah, two. So World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so he'll be what thirty two. Yeah. He'll be on the downward then. Still young enough. Still, to still, I mean, still expect him to be in the squad, but whether he could still. Have that pace Call, today, Yeah, cause the defenders did like the trouble but running yeah. for like 90 minutes. You know, this Brexit could help us, though. You know, all those guys who want the Irish passport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? we're finally get <laughs> 200 new footballers. Exactly, exactly. Another team who got to the second round, Northern Ireland. Great turnaround for them. It really was. Um, I think they Crap were, game they went they were in a very similar boat to us that anything beyond the group stage is, is victory for them. Um, like that, that second goal against Ukraine turned out to be huge because it, it, it guaranteed them the, the highest or at the time it was the highest third, third place which meant or the highest team on three points which meant that they were almost definitely through um, I think disappointing because they could have Wales didn't perform in, in that second no, round no. game so, the goal as well was a known goal it's a horrible I way thought penalties go. was the worst way to go out and then it was a known goal but someone who had scored against Ukraine as well Macaulay yeah but I think the ball from Bale for that goal oh, was superb I think, yeah, it's a very good tournament for them. Like Their first tournament in 30-something years. They got into the group. They got a big win. What about that man who was on fire, Will Griggs? I, I didn't see him. Who's <laughs> Didn't even get on the pitch. I mean, they really should have run him on. Just in the end. I, it was like some pundit or something from BBC and was picking his team of the tournament. I put Will Griggs in it. <laughs> just because... <laughs> just because he was on fire but no great tournament for Northern Ireland like fantastic for them and kind of they're moving in the right direction as well yeah and again they're one of the teams who solid no stars but, but by defending well and in fairness even the game against Germany by defending well and only conceding one goal it meant that they, they, got, get hammered yeah. they got through yeah. they got three or four nil they were out so from their point of view very well defensively they got a big win which is always huge like if you get through and you draw a couple of games, it's 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 nice. But to get that win is always an amazing feeling for the fans. The way we did this, this time, mm-hmm. like in Euro twenty twelve, we didn't get it. In two thousand four, we got the Saudi Arabia game. It's nice to get a win in the tournament. Is always mm-hmm. special. Yeah, I I'll just say I did predict second round for Northern Ireland as well. Yes, so, that, yeah, very good shape. So I I I had a belief. 
In fairness, that was coupled with your Poland disappointment. So that was that was your. Yeah, that was my that was the theory behind it. Mm. But they got there. They got there. Another team who lo- who got knocked out in the second round, England. As we already, <laughs> as we already said, biggest disappointment of the tournament. But also the best comedy of the tournament. Oh, it was so absolutely fantastic, amazingly good. To- um, we've got <laughs> got a semi final here from Chris Spring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But if you look pre-tournament again in England, they beat Portugal, they beat Germany. Yeah, they looked good coming into the tournament. But in qualifiers in and friendlies, they look very good. In tournaments, not so much. I'd say, and that game they played, obviously the the one they went out to Iceland was the worst performance they put in in their first knockout game. Yeah, like, they were good against Russia. They were a little bit unlucky that they didn't win that game, like a late equaliser. Yeah, um, they. Played well against Wales, like like they came, they won it when they had to. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't say they played well. No. They played very effectively and they got the job done. Yeah. Joe Hart was lucky. Joe Hart was at fault. He had a poor turn <laughs> the whole way through, and yeah. the goal against Iceland was his fault and his alone. No, it, it's not his fault alone. It, <laughs> no, no, no. For simple reason, if you're allowed that much space, twenty yards out to to knock the ball out, and um, Sigurdsson was able to, to just pass it to him, and just. Like he had time to turn to run by a defender to shoot that's the first mistake now, obviously he's at fault for not saving the shot but that shot should never have been allowed to come in but that if your defence if your defence are working and what, what your defence does is make a team have a shot like that you would expect every time your keeper saves it like if the best the opposition can do as a result of your team defending is that weak shot from uh, the edge of the area you would expect to concede no goals every game but, if you let a team have five or three shots from 18 yards with no one in front or no one between the attacker and the keeper you, you're going to see goals obviously Harvey was a fault because also a fault for the, the bail goal against Wales like he had a bad tournament I agree but you can't just blame her that was a, the entire system the entire defensive system was poor for that for that goal as in it England will always find one person to blame but it's, it's the coaching staff I just blame for that goal really. I, I, I think it's a scapegoat clearly like he's done his goal well, he was, yeah. You can't yeah. sack the players. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> especially, yeah. especially in international football. Yeah. football <laughs> exactly, yeah. You all saw Steve McLaren. Like, we've also needed this age, Steve McLaren <sighs> commentating on the game for Sky. Oh, brilliant. Actually, <laughs> it, at least it shows he still cares. You mean, with all the crap you went through with, with, with the, the Wally and the Brown. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they reacted the perfectly. Like, they, they, I said, don't look threatening at all. You've got oh, that big guy, Sig Thorson. And oh. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was updating the CV then. <laughs> you never know. Him and Hoddle, you know, the, the old guard again. Sure, I didn't think I'd get the Newcastle job. I might as well throw it in. <laughs> Just stick my hat in there. Um, but without a doubt, for the, the home nations, Wales had the best tournament by far. The surprise package of the tournament, probably the team who had the yeah. best tournament. But the, the yeah. home nations side with the best player. So maybe we should have given them a little bit more credit than. But yeah, one hundred percent. They so I, I I did I, I gave them quarterfinals, where other people used to say group stage again. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought with England and with Russia, they did struggle. I think Russia I, were the big yeah. disappointments. Well, yeah, I think that if you go back, speaking of which, yeah, if you go back to the biggest disappointment tournament, it's Russia. Oh, yeah. Because for the shambolic football they played, it was just like Wales tore them to pieces. Wales were superb in that game, but they were allowed to be superb. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Russia, Slovakia, England, Wales. I think I thought Wales were going to have. I thought they were going to draw the first game, which which they obviously won. 
lose perhaps against England and then going to the Russia game with huge pressure. I, I wasn't sure if they could do it, but with with that win in the opening game against Slovakia, they just grew in confidence, grew in confidence, and and like, they were superb. They, I, they again against they, Belgium, could have been game of tournament. Um, yeah, I think, and even again coming down, coming from one goal down against the one of the tournament favourites, yeah. like, the highest ranked team. The team with, with, with players who are starting for Champions League winning teams and Premier League winning teams and they just there was no fear. There was absolutely no fear in them. They went to go down. They've no lesser players. Regrouped. Schlup, not Belgian, no? No. No. <laughs> he's English, isn't he? No, he's um he Dutch or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Or, is, or is he just someone that Harry tried to get in the I English squad is, with yeah. Wes Morgan? Think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Wes Morgan's from Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica yeah, and has caps for him and Harry was like, yeah. should be in the English squad. How's the, how's the lad not in the English squad? <laughs> he was born in Jamaica and is Jamaican captain, Harry. Um, so, box. clearly looking over our uh, predictions there, I think I kind of came out on top of those. I'll, I'll lead us into the Premier League predictions. I would agree with that. Yeah. I will get I, us. I, think... I will get us a bet win this coming season. I think that is a commitment to place the first bet, Stephen. I will place. The, <laughs> the, the used guys just fall in line. Clearly, I I am the best at this. Okay. Um, okay. Just one thing. One thing that's recorded and is going to be on the internet. So I live get, feed. That, uh, that's gone we, out we, as we speak. We will. We will get at least one win. Okay. I think we need three. I will get us one. You and I got two. Stephen joined. We get zero. We need at least three this year. No pressure, Stephen. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll do my very best to live up to that. Up your game. Just to look. Just finish off the year twenty sixteen kind of recap. What was your favorite moment or best moment or moments from the tournament? I think it has to be Iceland putting out England as the, as my best moment. Like I think they were like the smallest nation at the tournament. So unfancied. Everyone in England were kind of building up ahead of steam. Like we've got on, we've got a nice result. Like even though we've kind of underperformed a little bit in the group, yeah, we've got Iceland. This is grand, and they got the early goal as well. And just the way Iceland played, like <laughs> they rode, they rode their luck obviously a little bit. But when they when they were two one up, like England never really looked like score. Rashford did okay when he came on. Those five minutes, he should have been on earlier. That's that's it. Again, that's only for Hodgson. That you had this player on the bench who's having an amazing season, kind of a, a wider over season. Big Champs is similar with leaving Martial on mm-hmm. until five minutes to go. He got chances early on in tournament at least, though. Rashford literally had five minutes to save England. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? That, that, that's incredibly tough pressure to. Give him half an hour, at least he can do something. But five minutes. And he's very he was the best player in five minutes. <laughs> he was. He played better than he did. I know some of the match in, in the ratings in the paper, like he got like a six and everyone else on like twos and threes. Yeah, because he did. He looked threatening. He attacked the defence. He had something that the Italian. The, 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 the Icelandic defenders weren't used to seeing in that game. Someone who would just attack them rather than them. play in front of them. And yeah, for me, it's it's it was that game plus the but obviously the, the, uh, the Robbie Brady has to so tip for, it for me personally. Yeah. My favorite moment was Robbie Brady sc- scoring the winner against Italy. Yeah, I I, yeah, I lost uh, my shit. In the as an Irish person, that's obviously the best. Yeah, so my two moments were that where I, that that was my favorite moment. Like the, those kind of ten seconds afterwards, I I don't realize I don't, I don't remember how I got from like. The table I was sitting at to like the bar on the left hand side. <laughs> I was just caught up in a celebration. I think I jumped on your back, Stephen. I mean, definitely. Yeah, like, that, I mean, for, the whole pub just moved forward for about, me. About that was five meters. The best single moment, and then I also loved the the Viking clap for the Viking. Yeah, that was, I, I loved the. 
I kind of don't like the fact that the French France took it over. France. Yeah, that really annoyed um, me. A team in the MLS is already taking it as well. It's going to be in the Premier League. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking there's a American football Viking team, isn't there? Viking Minnesota yeah. Vikings, yeah. But they're like, it's going to be, it's going to be like the Mexican wave. It's going to, we'll be sick of it in a year's time. Or the Vuvuzela. The Vuvuzela. Yeah. That, that thing that didn't take, catch on. <laughs> It was banned. Yeah, yeah. They were so fed up of it. But, like, but the the Vikings have like, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind so much if let's say, Swansea, did it because they have Sigurdsson in the team. Yeah, the the good point. Yeah, but like, so if you buy a player, you're allowed to. <laughs> Pretty it. much. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Um, is it everyone are looking to sign an Icelandic player? Or I, I heard I heard someone is looking to buy one as well. It ended in Sun. There'll be a fair. Yeah. So Icelandic. Or, or Korea, or Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for me it was Robbie Brady's header. Like that was just like I said, lost my shit. And then just the the Viking clap was just yeah, brilliant. That was special, especially after the English game. Best goal of the tournament. Shikiri. Mangala. I love that goal against Wales. That's my kind of goal where it just it, it's a a pure hit from thirty yards. Keeper has no chance. Like, it, it was a very Mangala. good strike. I I loved Robson Canus. It's no, it's, very, it's, it's lovely to watch the I, uh, I just get completely by a player who doesn't play for a club. Favorite, but like, he did a crowd turn. Three players went. Like, yeah. He turned and it was just one on one. So like, I don't think it was my favorite. I just had to honorary mention where I looked. Yeah, that no, no, yeah. it was it was brilliant and great composure from him and a finish. I think that that won the BBC. Did uh, I think that was there. <laughs> the Welsh fans took over the yeah, ball. That was there. Uh, Go. No, it was the between Shearer and I can't remember the other two. But yeah, the, the um, yeah. I'd go for Shakiri though well, myself for goal of the tournament. Shakiri, sheer so. like technique and quality. That I bounce, think. Though, didn't it? Did the overhead kick bounce? No, no, didn't know. No. I thought that there's something underwhelming about the way it went in, as in maybe the fact that you had to watch extra time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know what it was. Like it wasn't. It kind of trickled in the corner as if it, it had that gone top oh, corner. I think that flew oh, It's a lovely goal, but I something about how the ball went in. You had, mo- you had money on the draw. <laughs> on the, on the other team. It just, it's, it's, it's a lovely goal. It just it didn't fly in the net, which, which took it away a little bit. It's a brilliant goal if I get it wrong, but um, hang on for me. <laughs> hang on, fair enough. So just wrapping up, did you enjoy the tournament? Yes or no? I enjoyed it, remember. Yes. One word. Yes. Perfect, perfect. So, moving on. UFC 200 was at the weekend. We all went to yours, Chris. We did. We well, I, I didn't go there. I was already there. You, you were already there. You, you were already there. <laughs> Stephen and I, we went over to yours. Um, I enjoyed it. Did, did, did the card live up? No, I don't think so, in fairness. I think the, the event, like the fact that it was 200 is what carried it. But if this was, say, a 196 or 197, I think people would have been quite disappointed. I was a little, to be honest. I think, I know it, 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 it's it's not UFC's fault that, that John Jones is an idiot, but that, that him pulling out and Silva stepping in kind of ruined that fight. Like, I just that that fight was DC got booed an awful lot, didn't he? He did, and a, you can a little bit unfairly. I yeah, think. I, I think you can understand the fans want to see Anderson Silva. They don't want to see Anderson Silva on his back. As in, he, he's a huge star. Cormier did what him. he had to do to win the fight. Exactly. Oh, no, no, and that's what I mean. As yeah. in, I can see the fans' point where they want to see Anderson Silva, but if you're Cormier taking a new fighter with two days' notice, you want the win. Two days' work for Silva. 600 grand he got as well. Not bad at all. Uh, I think it was unfortunate that Cormier's 
got half his purse. Like he had to take a, w- a wage cut to f- to keep staying. Why the did car. that happen? Because it's not Jones. Is that it? Pretty right. apparently he has a a contract that increases. Like he get he earns more if it's a title fight, which because he the it was changed to a three round non title oh, fight. He obviously Sorry, yeah, lost that. I, I thought, think that was. A I thought he had to give Silva more money from the purse. No, or, that, it's that, because it was nothing. Yeah, that would, that played a big part. Um, so yeah, I think the UFC put a great card together, especially considering Jones's late dropout, but. Yeah. Once the fights start, there's nothing more the UFC can do. Yeah, that's a good point. And then Fraldo, I thought he was superb. I thought so I the only of the night. Do you think? Um, I think Kane. Nunes. Kane, Kane Velasquez. Oh, yeah, Kane. Of the night. He looked back to his best. Couldn't that be like a? That was what the first first fight of the night, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Like that, that could be a main event. Oh, uh, cards. if if Kane hadn't been out injured for two years, pretty much he would have been the main event. Like he'd probably still be the champion. Yeah. Um, and if, if he shows how stacked the card was yeah 100% there was seven either title holders or previous title holders no if those seven were in the prelim that mm. wasn't even in the main card it was in the prelims were superb um, I just yeah I think there was a couple of things Aldo's was superb I just it almost felt like after round three it was over Aldo ha- had had the fight had dominance and Edgar just couldn't do anything like, it, it was a, a supreme performance from Aldo it really was to come back from that 13 second knockout like he showed signs of kind of nerves maybe or ring rust for the first first round and after that he was just like I fear for Connor in if uh, 205 206 whenever it is having to face that outlook because I don't see him beating him but like I said that's six months away who knows mm. what, what could happen between now and then um, Brock put in a decent performance uh, for someone who's been he, away for did, so long but that was impressive the, the ironic thing was that his performance is very similar to Cormier's uh, yeah, he went. In, the only round Brock lost was when the fight was standing. Yeah, he couldn't get Hunt down in the second round. He lost that round. Uh, round one and three, he he just took him down. And, uh, I would say he did more work. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. But then that 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 also comes down to uh, Silva, probably a little bit craftier on, on his back than Mark Hunt is. Yeah, like his, Hunt his, his defense Hunt, on the ground was superb for Silva because I, I wasn't. I thought once Cormier had him on the ground, he was in trouble, but. And obviously he didn't win the fight, but he wasn't getting like a few headshots, but nothing that like I've seen far worse when when someone's on the ground for four minutes of each round. Yeah, he he did very well at like kind of controlling the posture, like yeah, kind of a a stalemate. Like he was losing points but not getting hurt. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, like those those two fights were back to back. So I think that kind of led into the disappointment. Like we had kind of was it seven rounds of. Player one or sorry five. The the Cormier one was of only three rounds. Yeah, yeah. Well, five rounds range. of uh, yeah. Um and obviously the main event then was just I think we were a bit stunned by it. Like it was over so quickly. Amanda Newman just came out. She dominated that. Like a house on fire. Like we I expected her to come out strong, but I thought Misha could weather the storm and then put her away. Yeah, exactly. Similar she to how blow. did she lay a hand on her? Like I don't think so. I think she was hurt early on and she never recovered. Yeah. Um. I think the card almost got. Like it started so well with Kane and Aldo, and as the car went on, like had that car been reversed, it had been, had Kane and Aldo been the last two fights in that card, I think everyone would have left UFC with him or two hundred with a much better it's feeling. Just, it's, it's how it, it's just it, the way. It flows, but also, yeah. people like Tate, I think, at first anyway. Seeing it's kind of the champion, they're, they're the favorites, the people's, I don't know, favorite champion, the people champion, but the, the the fans' <laughs> favorite lose on the last on the last fight of the night. It's always difficult. Because you do kind of leave the event disappointed, even if 
it's a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. It, what does that this mean for like Rousey and stuff, do you think? Um, I, I still, still think Rousey needs to decide if she is going to come back. I think it kind of messes with the UFC a little bit because... Yeah. No one holds on to that title. Yeah, and but Newton's but, is probably the only one who doesn't have a, like a built-in rivalry with Rousey. Yeah, like exactly. if they did the rematch with, um, with Tate and Holly Holm. Rousey could fight either one of those and like there's a story that, there to tell there's not really with Amanda Nunes I think it'll still do well because I, like if and when Ronda comes back that's going to be it's a, draw. a standalone on itself so I suppose that doesn't mean an event for one of them yeah and then if, if she wins then you could do like Misha or Home, and then there's still if, if Home wins against is it Shevchenko? yeah you've got Home and Tate can fight again or well, home might get home might get the title shot. In which case, it's Rousey and and Tate who fight for the for the next one contender. There's there's a couple of fights there. I think they have a year where they can mix and match fighters. It's just the problem is, like you said, Nunez doesn't have that inbuilt rivalry, but everyone else seems to. So you can have a couple of normal contender fights that have that rivalry, and if someone else is still get the belt off Nunez next, then you still have one or two huge fights to come down the line. I think the reason okay there, it's more of a like. You got Bisbing fighting Dan Henderson. Yeah, I think but that needs a mention. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a 46 year old ranked 13 the division get the title fight. It's worth a mention for the sheer ridiculousness of it all. Here, if that fights on in Manchester as expected, I would I'll be looking into tickets. I'd love to go and see that. You're actually gonna go for honest it. Honest to God, if I if I could get a ticket for that, I would love to go and see that fight. Wow. Um, but if you look at that division, they're struggling right now. I know you have Weidman and you have um, Rockholt around for in a couple of months' time, but you don't have that right now. You look at um, Cormier now, and there's there's no big kind of hoopla about he fights next because he'll fight the winner of Gus. Exactly, and but there's Johnson. no real there's not much selling power there for the UFC. I don't think DC is a big seller though because he does fight. No, no, that's no, but as in Jones was the big one, yeah, and, and they've lost that now. Um, you look at will they ever get that back? They, they always will like they, they, they said when, when Liddell done. went they'd never replace him like Couture like there's always going to be the next guy coming through but will they get the fight with Jones if, if he's out for two years I'm not sure because um, DC will be pushing 40 at that yeah, stage so yeah they might not get that although what was it the same it wasn't a performance enhancing he estrogen blockers which is apparently a watch you take when you're coming off a cycle it's a machination essentially so it's the equivalent of I know it's constant or back in cycling people were tested they weren't tested for the drug anymore but they tested for the plastic the drug comes in it's, it's that kind of or, or that kind of material was found in the body and like it's not what they're not testing for for the drug anymore they're testing for hiding the drug which is almost worse it's kind of yeah like, like you said it's a way of kind of catching someone for cheating after they've already done it exactly because I think from you, can't, you can't catch EPO you, yeah. can catch, you catch what they've masked it because that will take longer to get out of the system so what was the benefit for him for taking it well the benefit of that is we don't know we don't actually know what he took like right. we, and so it just masked whatever he did take yeah exactly so probably a steroid to be honest but um, that, that's that's what it seems like and obviously unless he comes out and says what he's taken but it looks yeah. like he's going to get two years that's, yeah. what, that's what everyone exactly. seems to think so, if he's out for two years, he can still come back. He'll be what thirty. He, he's probably losing two of the best years of his career, like yeah. twenty nine, thirty, or twenty eight and twenty nine peak years. 
but Cormier, like we said, nearly 40 at that stage. And John Jones probably would have to fight once, yeah, if, if not more, before that. So yeah, may, yeah. maybe never again, unless unless he does get cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, he is managed by the same person as Yal Romero. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, how good so the defence is this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, will Brock fight again in the UFC? Um... I think if he gets two and a half million for UFC two hundred, that's insane, isn't it? Then yes, what was I think next so highest pay it was like nine hundred or something, eight hundred. If even, and it was two and a half times what the record was before that, which was Connor's one million. Yeah. So. No. And that's what's disclosed get... as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Brock was getting a, a pretty decent bonus. That's not what being I mean, reported. How much he's getting from the wrestling as well, because the, the game was advertised all the time as well with him on it. Yeah, I oh know. As in, yeah, from his point of view, even Eric comes back at two and a half million still, an amazing payday. In his in his like the press conference afterwards, though, he said like no one controls Brock. I can do what I want, which was because he's apparently he's contracted to the wrestling still, but he'll just kind of he can pay that off and then. I'm sure. I'm sure Vince McMahon might disagree with that. But they seem to have a good relationship. I don't think it would come down to like court cases or I think. If he wanted to fight again, they would sort something out because I think it is mutually beneficial. We're saying he's going back to wrestling the point. next month, is it? SummerSlam Summer next month. Yeah. SummerSlam next month. So he'd be back on that already. Uh, that kind of leads into my next question. Will there be more crossovers with like UFC and the WWE? Well, one of the rumours was that as part of the agreement that Paige Van Zandt was going to make some kind of appearance in the WWE. Yeah. Something similar to what Ronda Rousey like did. Like Rousey and yeah. WrestleMania. So there was like, obviously the, the Connor rumours so. didn't he like follow <laughs> yeah. Triple H on Twitter or something <laughs> yeah. like that and everyone was like oh my god he's going to be at Wrestlemania <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing yeah. I think for, for Vince and for, and for um, wrestling this exposure is huge yeah. providing he can still fight it's putting it in the yeah. kind of mainstream again because UFC with the sale recently again was four, 2 million four turned million. to 4 billion yeah that's, that's not bad Dana got a pretty sweet deal out of his ass. He keeps his job too. It's like keeps his job. He keeps nine percent of the profits, and he gets nine percent of a just under four billion five year contract. Will Joe Rogan say? He He said said he would leave. Yeah. Um, I was actually only listening to a pod just before this, and they were kind of speculating. Of course not. Speculating who would replace Joe if he went, and he is kind of like the voice of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He is so well known. Well, one of the well, the only really name that was mentioned to replace him would be Chael Sonnen, and that would be very interesting. I think if Joe did go, Sonnen in there would be quite exciting. Outspoken as well, yeah, good work. Or even if if they kind of scale back Joe, like if he does half the shows, yeah, and they kind of bring someone in, like the kind of he doesn't do all the fight nights now. They get Anik and yeah. and Stan in, so bring in the big ones. Absolutely, I think he he's in a position where. He could say, I'll do 10 a year, and they'll say, perfect. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, what was your fight of the night, then? Fight Putting of the night. Putting you on the night. spot now, I know, both of you. It, it depends. For me, personally, watching Aldo's exhibition was, was spectacular. I think performance of the night, maybe Velasquez, for for how he, how dominant he was, but for me, it's Aldo. Aldo would be more performance of the night. I wouldn't really class that as fight of the night because I don't really think no, it was close. Yeah, no, not fight of the night um, because he outclassed Edgar. But as in watching him come back from that defeat. Sage, is it the young guy? Sage, that, was, that wasn't high quality. It was, it was a good bounce back from him but I don't think it was the best fight. Yeah, I think from him, for his point of view, it, it was impressive. Yeah. To know that he can 
stay in there. The armbar looked as if he was out, and to come back from that to win the fight was very impressive. Um, fight of the night. I'm struggling to think. That's, of that's, like I'm tr- struggling to think of a that's competitive fight that went the distance or went close. And mm. that's probably why the card as a whole it, it didn't live up to it because there was no moment. Not in in a year's time, you're not gonna look back at 200 as the night this happened. Maybe Brock, but not as in the the women's title fight because of the shotgun. It was it was a performance of the night from Amanda Nunes because she destroyed yeah. Tate, but then you can't call fight of the night when the no other fight. person does not. <laughs> was no fight. Yeah, <laughs> that was just a beat up. But yeah, that kind of sums it up very well though, because as a kind of roundabout thing, it kind of you felt it kind of was a bit of a letdown, and you can't really pick a fight of the night to kind of describe it. So yeah, it kind of kind of sums yeah, it up well. I think the, because there was a lot of good performances. Whether they were like exciting or not, like Daniel Cormier had a good performance, whether yeah. you like it or not. Oh, yeah. He yeah. dominated the fight. He won uh, 30-25 on one of the judges' scorecards, like a very dominating <laughs> win. Yeah. That's a performance of the night, but it's not a fight of the night. And that's why, obviously, it didn't live up to the standards in our eyes. Yeah, exactly. some, some breaking news Bournemouth have signed Liverpool winger Jordan I for 15, 15. million. Disappointing. Confirmed. There are yeah. clauses, though. There's there is a buyback clause. Yeah. 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 Which, is, which is huge. Yeah. I think maybe I don't know, if he plays a couple of years there and gets back to where he was and then kicks on like we thought he would. What round are you picking him in the draft then? Yeah, it depends on how many uh, people we're going to have yeah, in this. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> all up for debate. All, all to be decided. Um, anything else you want to mention about the UFC or anything? Um, I, don't th- I don't think there's anything we don't need to get into. The Cowboys comments or anything like that. We can... <laughs> The wrong time, I think. Yeah. The first, the fact that Nunez was the first opening game champion, yeah. and then yeah. Oh, one thing I suppose I mentioned the fact that that wasn't mentioned in the entire night, which is kind of. Or I only found out about it after. Exactly, yeah. that's, that, and, and that's what I mean. That that was almost impressive. Saw so the comments. It, no, he, she was the open, or the first opening. I know, know Nunez the first opening game champion. No, no, throughout no. the entire broadcast, that wasn't brought up once. As in, it wasn't a big deal that he was the first opening eight champion. Why should have been brought up? Hey, I don't really, didn't no, really think saying, that that part was important. I was actually more talking about the Cowboys' comments about um, Cormier's fight. Oh, yeah, but that's because Cedrone's an idiot. <laughs> what did he say? He called, he called, um, he said he fought like, he said um, Cormier fought like a f- And then... At the best of time that that's... Tweeted... With him himself, with like the pride flag, and then deleted it. I'm pretty sure he was. He then issued an apology. That I didn't see that part. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stupidity. It really is. Like it's. I'm not sure. Have UFC done anything about it? I'm pretty sure the apology that he issued was came down with the UFC. Him, yeah. Um, to be fair, I think it was kind of, like just say it the way you would. I don't think he. Oh meant, yeah, yeah. But obviously, you can't say it, and the timing. Yeah. With he was just winning, it was just the worst. That's time what I mean. It was literally it. the worst time he could possibly have said it. Same night, it's like it's just stupid, just literally stupid. And what's more to say? Nothing more to say about Nothing that. More to say. Perfect. Um, move on. The open started today, and uh, we have got Big Phil running away with it. Eight under. We did a prediction before this. Uh, and and we started, and I think I picked Phil to win. Do you? Where those? Can I, can I see those notes? Yeah, uh, they're right there. Well, that, that says yeah. Shane Larry and he's not doing, <laughs> 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 not doing quite as well. Yeah. Seven over, I believe. Although eight close to seven. 
It is. I mean, we yeah. saw how your predictions went, kind of for the Euro. <laughs> yeah. So like, you did expect Larry, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got fifty quid on Larry. Fifty on Larry. <laughs> um, Rory leading the charge of the Irish. Um, yeah, two under, two under, safe, good, solid, if not spectacular, a, a good round, a good sixty-nine, wasn't it? <laughs> and then a solid first, in there, not a solid first round. <laughs> um, yeah, he's there. I think is it Fowler is there, Watson's there, Speeds even. The Americans are kind of um, the Americans. I think seven of the top eight. Exactly, seven of the top eight. American Keimer, the only European breaking through there. Nice to see Keimer back actually. I know it's only one round, but. He's been adrift for a while. If Monty if he starts, keep it up for one more round, he'll make the uh, weekend. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I'm done. See <laughs> the <Tune in> next. And <laughs> um, Monty had a good start. Right, awful first hole. Well, I think awful first hole. Two over, and then he kind of birdied five and a six or five and a seven. Last thing, I think it'll be kind of uh, we we we'll see going forward. The front line is when you score. And the back line is when you hang on. There's very few players are are, are are coming back in power better. So what you need to do is get out in four or five under and then come in at, at worst one one over. Like if, if you look at Rory, he had two over, I think, in the back nine. Bogey, little bogey. Got it back with a birdie. But um, it's, it's a much tougher back nine. So if you can get birdies early, which a lot of the players did today. Like so many players, I think one of the South Africans was six under at the turn. And falls away to one two under the end of the day. So you get your get your birdies in early, and then and then just focus on on, on powering back on. Perfect, perfect. Um, Pro twelve fixtures were announced this week as well. Uh, all four of the Irish teams have home home games. No, Scarlets from Munster. We're, we're away. But you are away. Yeah. Oh, very good. So you use who who to, Connacht have the toughest game? Obviously, home to Glasgow. Yeah, I love Glasgow. It'll be the third time in three games that have played away to Connacht. <laughs> yeah. Lost the last two. They won't be going there, Connacht. Going for the hat trick. Leinster home at Treviso. You guys away at Scarlet. Also home against the Dragons. So yeah, I, I think yeah, like I said everyone has stayed one twice. It's yeah, Treviso at home is a nice start, and we had it last year and struggled. I think we didn't get a bonus point. Treviso did get a bonus point. So from their point of view, they might try and catch you guys early. Preseason just finished. Um, it shouldn't, but um, I was no World Cup hangover. Yeah, I think they lost a couple with the World Cup squad not being there, um, and we've got a, a few players that didn't make the trip to South Africa. So yeah, what is very interesting is the last day. It's the two derbies on the last day. Munster of Connacht. No, it's the last one. I think Munster of Connacht, Leinster of Ulster, the final. So, so, I know the third, which is. Third, which, which could then, be huge. No, well, we did have we had Ulsters. Was the second last game last I think year? It's the second last game. I think it's the second last okay, game. Yeah, but, I, could, I could be wrong, but we, we're away. I think our last game is Connacht at home. Which we're, we're away to Ulster, so up to Belfast in yep. May again. That's <laughs> the third because I know it's. I know I know the semi final is on the twentieth of May. Yeah. I don't know if they're having a break in between the last game. Well, they do we're, because we're that's praying for a tri- away trip to Treviso in the semi, aren't we? Now? <laughs> and, and, and away trip to Treviso, yeah, exactly. On the Friday night, yeah. that's what we're hoping for. A lovely stag do for then. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quiet drink, not a stag do. That uh, Ulster game is going to be cutting a fine <laughs> two weeks beforehand. <laughs> On your best behaviour, Chris. <laughs> I'll have to be with, with Stephen bowing out. Yeah, I may have admit that one, but um, I will. Around in the twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should be. Um, but yeah, eighth of October, Leinster Munster Aviva. 
See, there was confusion that it, the Guinness Pro 12, when they tweeted it, when they released the fixtures, said it was in the RDS. Lots of people were disappointed about it. I would have loved it back in the RDS. Well, I think from your point of view, you guys do lose something moving that game. You gain a lot of money. Gain money. But yeah, you yeah, lose the atmosphere. Is it? Cause the that match becomes, every now. That becomes <laughs> neutral. Like, every time I've been in that game at Aviva. Yeah, lose the match every it, time. It's very neutral. That game is... But the most fans get a, lot of, get a lot of tickets. Yeah, exactly. So if it was, if it was in the RDS, it would be kind of 19,000 people sitting there and 18,000 would be Leinster fans. Yes. And, and Munster have no problem with moving the game to Aviva. Yeah. All the Munster players have played there often enough. Or most of them have played there for Ireland. They like the stadium, they're comfortable there. Like you said, they support you. With, all, with all sport, it's, it's money talks. Oh, of course, and like, like it's the reason you guys have moved some some Highland Cup games in, in the past. We, we, and that's we less moved a big one. Every yeah, that's less a factor because you're playing teams from another country. Yes. But Who we move this year? Montpellier? Would that be the one we move? Um, Montpellier or Northampton? Northampton, probably. Probably Northampton. Okay, Northampton the yeah. coming over, yeah. They, they moved that one the last time we played. It them. was. They, they beat that us was, as yeah. well. After us hammering yeah. them, I might go over that one. That was the one that really <laughs> yeah, screwed up our. That was, we we were right because of that definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. But looking for, so I think it's the first weekend of September, second of September, I think Lens's first game is. So I'm looking forward to that starting again as well. We've got the football starting sooner than that. Yes, well, a month away. Now? Yeah, actually, no, is it? Um, yeah, a month away. A month, a month today for us. Yeah. Are you on the Sunday? We're on the Sunday against Arsenal. Oh, we're the Sunday. It's a double header. United at Bournemouth are the, are the early kickoff and the Arsenal. Jordan I have just Liverpool to win away at Arsenal. Uh, yeah, Friday the second of September when that one starts. But uh, I guess that could be a that, that could be a day out for the for the games. Once we're the Saturday. I'm talking about the United. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could be could be a day out for that. Um, just very quickly to wrap it up, there was two other quick points I wanted to mention. Your old friend Brendan Rodgers didn't have a good start to a Celtic career. He might disagree with you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, comical genius. Well, he said. He said there's no shame in losing. No, no shame whatsoever. They both had their chances. Celtic just didn't take theirs. So like, <laughs> Lincoln Red Imps played at home to twenty nine in front Sorry, of twenty nine. First people. of all, Lincoln Red Imps. <laughs> How do you lose to a team called Lincoln Red Imps? It sounds like like a, a mini league team, or a, it's just it's embarrassing. It, it's and if, if Sky Sports are to be leave now, some of, <laughs> some of the stats the Sky Sports are reporting that they're getting sued for is they play. What was it they play in front of twenty nine people? Uh, the manager won a competition to get the job. Um, they, they, Their they, striker they, is really coming out of rehab very very well. Yeah, they can't they they can't play. On Thursday nights in their stadium because they share with a metal detecting club. That was that was genius. How do you look at this and go? Yeah, that seems about right. Absolutely no one looked at it. The problem when you have twenty four hour news is that you have to fill it and you fill it with whatever. But well, they're going to be sued now. <laughs> yeah. But like, Celtic no, Celtic will probably go and win the reverse fixture. I'm not sure they will. Brendan Rodgers didn't share. There's no, no guarantee. These lads won't be used to playing in front of kind of thousands of people. I yeah no <laughs> no. Sure, it's, one of the one of the their players was a taxi driver. Yeah. And he only finished work at one o'clock. <laughs> but so like, like if he has to work till one o'clock, he's probably not going to make the flight. Not for the, the flight exactly. But the other thing like this is Celtic's done this before. Celtic lost with a five 0 to Armenia for Strachan's first game, and. You'd say he had a pretty good career, but yeah, well. they, they, I think they've won the reverse four. They won four nil, but yeah, yeah, what what yeah, they do so, have a history of starting slow, and yeah, yeah. because of the state of the Scottish league, they have to play Champions League qualifiers. So. Yeah, that's yeah. As it, I think we all expect them to get through, but 
Through, through, let's through. go through another round as well. Oh yeah, they'll two more. I think two more. Yeah. I think they're they're, they're, they're bound to against a, a tougher team. So the chances of making the tougher than you can Well, we'll see. Dundalk or something. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the um, team that gets more than thirty uh, <laughs> regular attendees. I'll have you, Kevin Teeley, get up to a thousand <laughs> down a Stradbrook. You know, just telling you. Give that. it two three years. Kevin Teeley can be there. In league, they would like it in Division One. They were praying for Celtic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the easy draw. Um, and just finally, we have to end on this. What were Barcelona doing with that social media campaign to support Messi? Like, oh, it's, he, he 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 broke the law. Yeah, he, he broke the law. His father broke the law. Like, it was never going to happen, but he was literally given a custodial sentence, and they're coming out going. Oh, we support you, Leo Messi. Don't leave us. But like, I think I, I heard this somewhere else as well. Someone, someone else talking about this. But like, what happens in Barcelona that all these players are getting tax? Like Mascherano, Mascherano. Yeah. Like they all have tax problems in Barcelona. They're obviously not paid very well. They're, they're struggling <laughs> they to make ends meet. That, that quarter of a million, you know, they they need to dodge the tax. But it's I think there's also five clubs that have been got in trouble by UEFA for, or yeah, five clubs where the, the principality or the the area they're from have basically subsidised that, that's Cardiff <laughs> no but they basically subsidised the, the clubs like Real Madrid were basically given land which they then sold back to the government at something like an 80 million profit such that they got the, 80 the, yeah basically to, to get rid of a debt it happened with Valencia I think too it happened with five clubs in total where they've been put in Spain the, yeah it's made alone so there's definitely a lot it isn't just Barcelona it's, it's, it happens a lot in Spain most high profile um, they're just not not as good as covering it up yeah exactly and like I said, when you have the most high, high profile like one of the most high profile players in the world yeah but it, it could also be and I'm not going to begin to profess to, be, to know anything about Spanish law but it might be the fact that there are loopholes in Spanish law that, that I think there was one a couple of years ago in Britain where a lot of celebrities got around a, a tax haven loophole and realistically were caught out by it. So it might be something like that where they all share the same accountant who had a loophole that got it wrong. It could be something as simple as that. But with the, with the name right transfer as well, yeah, going, having to pay huge fines. And I think it's just, they've tried to get, get around the law as much as they can and, and they keep getting got. Exactly. Sums it up pretty well, doesn't it? Yep. Anything else you want to talk about or are we done for the week? I, I think we're good I think we're, we'll we're all good it's good to be back guys I've missed you it really is <laughs> we're, we're back now next back week. again next week yes. so lots of more to look forward to we'll have the Open on this weekend there'll be more UFC on hopefully Chris Frame can stay on his bike this time <laughs> I don't know he, he looked like he was doing alright running up that hill <laughs> we didn't so even cover Wimbledon as well your favourite Andy Murray yeah, yeah sorry, you totally should have covered Andy Murray um, fourth Grand Slam second Wimbledon he's now I think now that cements him as a, an all-star, I suppose. Uh, if you look at kind of the Hall of Fame tennis players, two US Opens, two Wimbledons, and potential for a couple more. I think he tops Becker, he tops Lendl for a number of semi-final appearances in Grand Slams. He's now up... He's, like, Imagine if he wasn't at, playing when like Nadal, Federer, and John Mitchell like, like The big stat from this, from this last fortnight was... His previous 10 Grand Slam finals have been Federer or Djokovic, every single one. Now, you're playing against two of who will go down as the greatest and possibly second or third greatest of all time. And, you're, and, and you still have four Grand Slams, in, in, or three against them, and now a fourth, I think. And an Olympic gold medal as well. An Olympic gold medal, and possibly two. Just tell the golfers how important that is. Well, I think... I think it was big for him, because he yeah. hadn't won... Uh, 
a slam at that. Well, no, we had. Yeah, I had won. We won the previous year. Yeah, but it was, he had just lost. It's the not final Olympics. Wimbledon. It's the equivalent yeah. of there being a, a world class golfer from Brazil. And there aren't any from, from memory, but it's your home tournament. It's your one chance to win the gold medal, and the Olympics are huge. Like I know in golf, we haven't touched on this really with, with, uh, with everyone putting out, but they're in a similar boat where it's the four majors in both sports, and the Olympics is something extra. And the first time tennis came back, I think it was 88, I think two of the top 10 played. So there are, there are parallels where over time it becomes a bigger deal as, as players win, win. I think Graf won in 92, got her, her golden slam where she won all four slams in the same year as well. And that gave the medal and prestige and now more and more players are playing. I think if golf stays in for longer than, than 2016 and 2020, I think you will see that. I think fewer players will pull out of um, Japan. Yes, Japan. Yeah, it's Japan it's 2020. Japan, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Fewer players. You're also going to have Matsuyama, who's going to be the Japanese golden boy. Hope there's like, there's two Japanese players, top 15 in the Open today. They're going to be trying to get in. So I think in time, if golf is allowed to stay in it, it will grow. I think you'll see as players get older, the, the likes of Day and Spieth and McIlroy, as they have seven. I think if McIlroy hadn't pulled out, others would have stayed in. I think. Some were going to put out regardless. I think some would have said. I think if you look at people like Larry may have stayed because McIlroy was staying. But I think you would, you would have still seen Speed pull out. You would have still seen Day pull out. The South Africans had already pulled out months in advance. I think you, you may have seen one or two more stay, but there still would have been an, an exodus. This may not have been an exodus. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's obvious. We back again next week. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Chapters again. Talk to you next week. Attempt. Now get up one more round. Get up. Don't let him fight this guy hard. Come on. Come on. He's no machine. I get the end of hell. Get up, you son of a bitch. Making love.